1: that's what, what we're always going to do. I would say that Ryan and I want to win every game, you know. So that's, there's no conflict there at all. So welcome back to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM with the Joe's and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Matt Eberflus, poor head coach of your Chicago Bears. There, BetQL Daily, Joe Straszewski, Aaron Hawksworth, with you another hour here on the show. We'll check in with Sean Zerillo coming up in about 20 minutes. Talk about the ALCS and the nlcs heads into game number two later on this afternoon i'm sure sean will have some plays for both of those and uh, maybe there's uh, looks on the futures that are available uh sean coming up in about 20 minutes all right so quick survivor update we'll talk about uh circus sports one first that is the biggest survivor pool that is out there and they tweeted out some interesting information so There are 382 entries remaining after only six weeks. That makes up only 6.2% of the pool. So 94% of all entries out. So I guess maybe uh, our show entry being limited makes us feel a little bit better. But just for some context, to have only 6.2% left at this point um, with 94% out. Last year, 45% out, 45%, and now it's 94%. Insane. Just shows you how crazy this year has been. I do wonder if, um, I've I've been asked this question too, because it happened so early to so many people after putting their money down. If they're going to be turned off by survivor pools and they're going to rejoin next year next year or just in the near future and they're like hey man this is so difficult look yeah like, almost everybody was out after a month and a half like what am I going to last one or two weeks we have so many upsets every single week in the in the National Football League it's hard to uh, avoid all those landmines I wonder if some people are gonna be like I'm out on Survivor because I'm usually done after a week or two.
2: I mean, I would probably do it another year or two before I was completely out, but I don't blame them. I mean, we lasted long. Um, So it was exciting seeing all these people go out and, you know, imagine the people that are still left. I know it's what, 6%, but still it's like, you could be that 6% left and we were close. You know, I think we were on it. So I I don't think I would be ready to throw in the towel, but I certainly understand because it's not cheap. know you could be spending that money elsewhere
1: absolutely no i mean you're doing it because you're the dream is six million dollars to be one of those winners but yeah i mean and it's like this in every pool my pool we're down to 79 and that's at seven percent left this past week the second third and fourth most popular picks all lost more than half the pool that was alive was knocked out in week six it was crazy with tampa bay going down green bay also, San Francisco, surprised at how popular they were at only a three and a half point favorite. But uh, all those teams going down and uh, the, the Rams were the team to be on, that the masses were on, that actually won. So it to be interesting to watch. I wonder how long all of this lasts. Uh, with only 6%, like we'll get to Thanksgiving. But will we get to the Christmas Day? I, d- I don't know. I don't know that we'll get to the Christmas Day games.
0: I said early after week two or three, whatever it was that I did not think we were getting to Christmas, and that's why I would not necessarily save some of those Christmas teams uh for that week, like a Green bay, although they don't they had a tough matchup anyway. Tampa Bay is one that you could circle for christmas against arizona i I wouldn't even worry about it, and I mean we obviously did not um. We gave out Tampa. Our circa entry was eliminated, but we gave out Tampa last week. Obviously it didn't work out. You know what's I mean, I'm not terribly beating myself up about it, but like I charted this out before the season, like just a optimal pick, and a lot of them would have been the popular pick. But it's still been alive. If what? <gasps> if I had gone with like it, just the gut reaction before the season, charting it out. Like the one difference. Yeah, Philly versus Jacksonville. But I would have, I mean, they were down 14 nothing. You would have never felt good about that. Um, would have been the Rams last week. Vegas this week, which I would, I don't know if I could stick with that. Vegas Ooh. versus Houston. Yeah. I
1: don't know. But, and then look at how many options you have this week. Eight games around a touchdown or more.
0: Is Tampa going to be the most popular for those that have them left? Who For those who did not die last week yeah
2: I think Or is it gonna no, be no.
0: like New England or is it gonna be like new I England? think
2: new- I think New England will be the popular pick over the Bears
1: how many times are you gonna use New England how many opportunities do you have to use them would you feel great about it
0: you've got another one in two weeks against the Jets maybe that's a new sign en- great right right there back. not to use them uh <laughs>
1: week 11
0: week 11 at home against the
1: jets is bill gonna lose to the jets is bill gonna lose on Monday night football at home against a young quarterback he always dominates young quarterbacks to to take over Halus's record no way that ain't happening I don't see it so because another
2: Another option, the Raiders over the Texans. I don't feel as good about that as I do the Patriots.
0: No, I do not. No. I think it's Patriots or Bucks. But again, if we're if you're going game theory, is there another one like is dolphins an option?
1: Ooh. Oh okay. So, so you're saying are the Patriots gonna Stay be away. Most popular because I don't want to use right. the most popular Boys. Yeah. Um I, okay. The Bucks are gonna be popular because they're gonna be down to like maybe QB five. Patriots also Dolphins against the Steelers. Yeah, you no. wanna go against the Steelers coming off a win. Like you don't want them off a loss when everybody's counted them out. Uh, I don't know what Dak is. What I couldn't Cowboys? do Cowboys. I don't I have no idea how Dak is right now. And you got the lines Are you coming gonna off f- a break.
0: Yeah, lines off a buy Are you gonna feel better about Dak next week against the Bears? depending on what you see
1: oh yeah. yeah yeah I feel better about Parsons against that offensive line yes
2: yeah so. I think Pat's this week Cowboys next
1: <laughs> I would go
2: whoever the whoever. Bears are playing
1: <laughs> not the Chargers not the Bengals No. I'm not Baltimore divisional matchup no No.
0: Not Green Bay.
1: I would, man, if there's one game that I feel about which, which team is definitely going to win in your mind, I would tell you New England. Yeah. That's the one. In Bill, we trust. What about the Chiefs off a loss?
0: What about that number?
1: Even at three?
0: Mm -hmm. It's, too easy
1: what too easy they might be missing most of their starters on defense i mean
0: that's the difference what's that number i mean so was it go to three and a half i mean i'm not saying it should be like six or anything but i mean i think it opened it i think i saw two and a half earlier this week i
1: was like yeah chiefs The, the look ahead was one and a half we should be past three yeah People are still going to bet it at three and a half. So I don't understand that one at all. Yeah. Yeah, I I would, man, I hate it, but I'd probably go with the Patriots because that's the game that I know. I know the result. I know how that is played. Bill, want to see a little bit more from the Bucs? Belchak throwing things it feels hasn't seen before. Are you kidding me? It's going to be so easy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Bears
1: can't stop the run. Like, Stevenson props all day. Yep. (laughs) Love it. Uh, So I would go with New England. But, you know, golf against good defenses, it is not pretty. So I wouldn't Mm. hate that. But there's weird stuff going on. Have you guys seen some of the stuff Dan Campbell's doing? No. It's weird. He's strange. Um, like, he didn't want them looking at tape. It's just It's just, here's here's what I think is going to happen. I think that he's going to be fired after this year. And we're going to look back and say that was one of the worst coaches of all time.
0: What did he have to work <laughs> with, though? You know? I understand. I understand. Pretty good lineman. I don't know. Both sides of the ball. Yeah, but that not that part of him? Wasn't he part of that? Like isn't that what he wants? How he wants to build a team? I don't know. Yeah. I do. I think that guy's winning a title. No, uh, I don't know. And, and I'm sure. Again, we kind of talked about this with other coaches. I think that rah rah stuff could get real old. Like by the like year three, like by so maybe you do have
1: to fire him after this year. I don't know. I think you have to fire him. Yeah. And I know the win total wasn't high, but there were high expectations for the, for the season. And the hard knocks... I don't know that they're not... To...
0: I don't know if they're not live this
1: week. Get out of here.
0: What? Is it, let's think about how we're thinking about Dallas coming into the season. Now, the defense has looked good. But, I mean, we also, this was the case the last two weeks against the Eagles and the Rams. kind of like, who have they played? And if we're saying the Lions have a good offensive line and they're healthier now coming off a bye mm-hmm. and Dak's coming back, you know, you don't know really what you're going to get. I I wouldn't be shocked. Like, I, I would game. not. True. But they can keep up.
1: Over. We're gonna bet the over in that game. What are we at? Forty eight. Over's not
0: a bad. I don't hate the over.
1: But I also can see where, like the Patriots game, the Lions do nothing offensively.
0: <clears throat> I just think that's such a coaching mismatch, and I don't know that Dan Quinn and Mike McCarthy are that.
1: I hear you. Oh man, we're gonna have a, we're gonna have a Lions Cowboys conversation this week.
0: i yeah, I don't know if they're a top five by any means. I, I think it might be, like, sprinkle the money line. But I they are a dog that I think is live, along
1: with a handful of others. I'll, I'll meet you uh, this far. I would not lay seven. I would not okay. take the Cowboys. Yeah. Lions are no. the Lions, but I would not take the Cowboys. Dax Fair first enough. game back, lay, lay in a touchdown. Team off a of bot. No, 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 no. There's a lot of, like, no signals there i am not interested all right let's take a look at some uh season stat leaders anything interesting uh you brought it up during the break paul and uh I, I think we should definitely talk about it we we bet judon last week we talked about him for sack leader we bet him 101 defensive player of the year he's only a half back like there wasn't anybody near the top that just co- that took off you have alex highsmith your leader at six and a half sacks and then we see two four six Seven guys have six and a half sacks. It's Von Miller, Khalil Mack, Max Crosby, Judon, Nick Bosa, Rashawn Gary, Micah Parsons. And then you have a grouping of players, Cedarius so Smith, Bradley, Chubb, at five and a half. So uh, this thing is completely wide open. I'm, I'm really interested in uh, the sack leader uh, stat category because with so many involved here, like you quickly name a dozen players, that means we should get some value on some of them.
0: Yeah, I would say, is there, I mean, we talked about Parsons. He's facing the Bears next week. Is it, do you feel, I mean, that could be a runaway spot. So if there's, let me look at the number real quick. Um, I, I don't think you're going to get much value on Michael Parsons, obviously. Um, no. So let's see. Most sacks. There we go. Okay, so the he's night. the favorite, 5-1. to one. Bose is hurt shine I mean, how far, how far down? I mean, Judon's still 12 to 1, which is honestly not bad. Hassan Reddick is a guy. Talked about him a little bit in the offseason. Could you play his former teammate? And I know people in Philly want him. Brian Burns gets moved at the deadline and maybe goes to an mm-hmm. advantageous situation. He's
1: 25 to 1. Yeah, I mean, I. I would probably take some shots on some of these guys. So with Bosa out, who's taking over with pressures? Because he was far and away, had the most. I think that's something worth looking at. Um yeah. trying to figure out which which players are going to take over there. But the Judon stuff, I'm good with that. I, I think it's a it's a good look there. Alex Highsmith, what is he at now for sacks leader? He is your leader.
0: Right. He is 11-1, to 1. so about eighth on the board.
1: That's interesting.
0: Most pressures. So Trey Hendrickson is up there. He's only got two and a half sacks. Judon's right there. Parsons, Chris Jones, Carl Lawson.
2: Really Devontae quick, Adams. I just want to throw out Brady, passing leader, 10 to 1. He's been passing the ball a lot. I know the Bucks haven't looked that good, but you could consider that.
1: Uh, I'm, I'm thinking about Devontae Adams coming off the bye. He's 20 to 1. He's If you look at the targets per game, he's getting a ton of them. Uh, it doesn't look like he's going to be missing any time with all that. So I'm uh, considering Devontae Adams here because uh, the, the numbers, when you. Doing the compiling stats, it looks like he's far back. But remember, his buy is completely out of the way. BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we'll talk ALCS, NLCS, and World Series looks with Sean Zerillo of the Action Network on the BetQL Network.